We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The Ring Out Ahoya podcast is your official home for the latest information on Marquette Athletics. Join us each week for exclusive conversations with administrators, coaches, student athletes, and many more. We are Marquette. We're joined now by Marquette legend, Junior Cadugan. How does that sound, Junior? Legend. Let's go. What's good, Homer? My guy. What's up, man? Oh, no, this is a sad time for me. Junior Cadugan is 30 years old. If you're 30, (laughs) I'm going to be like 80. You're you're no more than like 25. Are they lying in Wikipedia? You're not 30. Man, they could say that, but I feel like 20 right now, so I'm good. I guess. I uh, also (laughs) want to congratulate you that I don't know that you will get into the Basketball Hall of Fame, but I think your luggage will. You have played Mm -hmm. everywhere. All right, 
Let's start with, first of all, welcome. Uh, is there anything first and foremost that you want to tell all the Marquette basketball fans listening who may have lost track of you? What's, what's your opening statement, Junior Cadugan, that you would like to say to all Marquette fans? There are millions listening. Take it away. Man, Marquette, you know I miss you. You always be in my heart. The best karaoke singer I've ever seen. You know, I just want to send a shout-out to Merrill, Adrian, Katie, Broker, Todd, Scott Kuykendall, the whole crew. You know, I always have love for y'all, y'all family. Homer, you're my guy. You're, you know, but the best karaoke singer is on the line right now. Excuse me? You believe the you're best? the best? Yeah. Uh, well, first yeah. of all, I don't know if I get to some of your teammates, are they going to agree with you or are they going to laugh? It was live at March Madness. I took down Buzz with the famous Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh, I, but, like, who was the best singer on the team? Or are you just holding on to one okay, okay. incident? I'm, I'm holding on to one incident. The best singer on the team was Chris Tule for sure. Oh, for yes. Sure. Yes. Sure. He can sing it. His suitcase is in the Hall of Fame. Have you guys ever crossed paths in, as pros? We never – we never cross paths as pros, but we talk to each other often, though, for sure. That's my bro. Yeah, yes, he can sing. Yes, there's no way I'm picking you over him in karaoke. <laughs> Not a chance. All right, let's get to, so you play at Marquette. You want to keep playing. Um, right. You're from Canada. I have a question about Canada. When did Canada start having so many good basketball players? Canada's just hockey, and there have been – what has it been going on in the last 20 years or how long where basketball in Canada has gotten really good? It's crazy because, Homer, when I was uh, when I was on the scene coming up, going to ABCD camp and NBA camp, I used to tell all the guys, man, there's a lot of guys that could play in Toronto, but they just haven't had the opportunity yet. But now, now, now the tunnel's wide open. All these kids are getting opportunities to play in the States and stuff, so now the world's starting to see the talent that I was talking about way back. So what, 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 I mean, they didn't know what changed or was it just people were playing and nobody realized it because it's Canada? Yeah, we just didn't have that, that many AU teams and, and travel teams like that to, for, for college coaches to see the kids so they could get exposure. But now all the college coaches are flooding to Canada to get talent because all these kids are, you know, showing up when they have to. So it's always been there. It's just the opportunity. The game is growing so much in Canada now that the world can see, you know. Talking with the legend, Junior Cadugan, tried to sell himself as a great karaoke man, but I'm not buying it. <laughs> uh, but now I do know that you're a father of two. Give us an update on your family, uh, Papa Cadugan. So I got a, a two-year-old turning three. Her name is Myasia. And then I got a son that was just born. He's four months old. His name is Mateo. So my Asia and Mateo, double M. So how, how, how are you as a dad? How are you going to be a dad? What's Junior Cadugan philosophy as a father? Uh, I'm the laid-back parent, fun. Um, <laughs> I'm the fun dad. I'm the fun dad, laid-back. <laughs> well... We'll see how long that lasts, but I like it. Are they going to play hoops? Is it required that a junior Cadugan family member is going to play basketball, or are you going to leave it up to them? 
man, whatever they want to be. I just want them to be the best they could be, whatever they want to be. But it would be great if my son could play at Marquette one day, for sure. Junior's not going to say this, but I'm sure people are come on, Homer. Junior was nice, but a legend? Yes, Junior Kadugan, a winning legend. Sweet 16, Sweet 16, Elite 8. Winning. When Junior Kadugan was on the court, on the team, Marquette was going to win. What was it, as the point guard, what, what was it to you that was most important and what was a part of creating and being a, an important part of all those wins? Man, first off, it starts off the court, building a relationship with your teammates, uh, making them trust you, and, you know, being a leader on and off the court. That's where it starts. What does that mean? What That that you're giving them the ball, you'll make them look good, they believe in you. What uh, Translate that for those of us aren't with the players and know what goes on. Um, Just, you know, like on the court, you know, being an extension of the coach, you know, making sure that I know who to get the ball to at the right time. You know, if someone if on our team, if someone was feeling it like Vander Blue, I make sure I'm, I'm, we're going right back to Vander Blue, to the next guy, to the next guy. And, and the team just loved that we're just sharing the ball and sharing the wealth, you know, on and off the court. Off the court, we'll roll together, be together, be like brothers. And, you know, that helped a lot the four years I was there. Your number one. Marquette memory, take it away, winning, legend, Junior Cadogan. My number one Marquette memory, New Year's Day, 2013. Uh, Coach Buzz Williams got, got uh, I was absent for, for that game, and Coach Brad Hachi was coaching his first game. Um, Coach Hachi, before the game, was telling me that, you know, I'm really going to need your help. You know, you're the extension. I gotta, you got to help me rally these guys and, you know, get this W. We ended up uh, playing the game back and forth, back and forth. Bolt right hit a step back three on me. I got the inbound, dribbled the ball up on the right side, took one dribble between my legs, shot it at the buzzer, took it to overtime, and got the W. Brad Archie's first win. That's one of my big memories right there. 82-76 in overtime. All right, Legend, don't right. be offended by this, but you weren't that good a shooter. What <laughs> game? Am I being mean? Is that is that mean? Come on. No, I like the truth. I like the truth. I know, but just so so you're just you, there was just a what is it in a game? It just just have an incredible confidence or explain that kind of a moment when. It goes exactly the way you expect it to go, think it's going to go. I don't know what, what goes through your mind. It's crazy as a basketball player because in practice or in open gym, if I took that shot, that's normal. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, in college when you're playing basketball and you shoot bad shots or you, or you shoot shots that you don't usually take, it messes up your percentages. So a person could probably really shoot, but they shoot bad shots so people think they can't shoot because their percentages go down from the most the shots they miss so i always i always knew i could make that shot but i just had didn't have a lot of opportunities to take shots like that you know so in my mind i knew i was gonna make that because in many cases you're giving it you think you could make a shot you're giving it to somebody in a better situation or you think it's better for the team exactly. to get the ball exactly. to them Exactly, and in college you don't have that that many opportunities to take a lot of shots, so you got to make sure you're taking 
great shots instead of good shots. You know, you get it? All right, I have so many odd questions for you. I believe that Chris O'Toole should be in the Marquette Sports Hall of Fame because I believe he might be the greatest one-eyed player in the history of major college basketball, or at least one of them. And Buzz Williams just lied to us. He says he's kind of got a vision issue. He's got one eye. All right, did he ever take out his eye? Or what? what's the truth of how one eye, one eye O'Toole really was? To be honest, Homer, he should be in the other thing because I don't know how he did that, playing with one eye on that high-level competition. Like, that's amazing yeah. to me. Like, Have you ever? Yeah. Go ahead. He's have you ever played with anybody? Eye. I bet. Have you ever played of anybody? Heard of anybody? Like, did he ever take out his eye for you? That's what I want to know. Oh yeah, I was his roommate. He always took out his eye. Always. Oh man, normal. didn't that drive you nuts? Got, Don't do that. I got used to it. <laughs> I got used to it. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever? I want him to have a tournament. See what you think. You're talking with uh, winning legend Junior Cadogan. I want him to have a one-eye Chris O'Toole charity tournament at Marquette. All right, everybody playing has to have a patch over one eye, and you see who can, what team can win, and the money goes to charity, recognizing the greatness, the one-eye greatness of Chris O'Toole. What do you think of that? That would be lit. I'm going to FaceTime him after this and tell him that Homer came up with an idea. <laughs> I mean, it, it is correct. Great. Like, it's incredible that you could be as good as he was, right? Yeah, like, like for him to be on that high level, that's amazing, man. Like, for real, for real. Like, all right, l- all right. Let's get to your professional career. You've played everywhere in the world. Where, where did you start outside of Marquette? And uh, give us a recap of your uh, and where we should all want to go travel based on all these different places you've been. Where did you start? So I started off playing in the. Uh, Republic of Georgia, and that was like a a different experience for me because I was so far away. The time zone was different, and it was kind of like not developed when I was there. So it was a huge adjustment for me. And then after that, I went to Greece and played over there um, in uh, Tricola, and that was a okay experience. Really good food, really good people. Um, and then I went to uh, Avellino in uh, Syria in Italy. That was an amazing experience. The southern of Italy. I was two hours away from Rome, so I was always in Rome and stuff. And then after Italy, I ended up coming back home and playing at home. So the last couple of years, I've been at home playing in the NBLC in the Canadian League. And are you still going to keep playing? Is COVID affected? You just get done playing, or do they have a league, or where's that stand? So, so during COVID, I was play, I played in in a league uh, in the summertime, the CEBL, which is another Canadian league, um, but it, it got cut short because of COVID. And um, so, after that, I've been waiting on a job, waiting, 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 and due to COVID, that's been messing up a little bit. But right now, Homer, I'm just taking it day by day, just grinding, trying to get better every day until my next opportunity comes. Well, it's a treat. NBL, Canadian most improved player in 2019. Is that accurate? It's on your Wikipedia page. You got a great Wikipedia page, by the way. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, that's accurate. That's accurate. Well, uh, I look forward to talking to you again. Uh, it's always a treat. And, uh, okay, you were, you were a better shooter than I gave you credit for. <laughs> I love you being honest, though. I love you being honest. 
right. It's great talking to you. Congratulations to all you've done. You're welcome to come back anytime and uh, hope your career. But it's a little depressing to think that Junior Cadogan is 30. Uh, wow. Man. I, I, I hope I'm honored to do your son's games at Marquette when he plays there. Because if he's like anything like his dad, he's going to show up here and he's going to win like you did. Thanks for coming on. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you. Love, love, love. You bet. And uh, don't try to sell that karaoke thing with anybody else. Come on. Oh, too late. That's yeah, too late. I didn't even ask you to sing. Thanks, Junior. Junior Cadogan, the one and only. The legend. The winning legend. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Elite Eight his last three years. We hope you've enjoyed the latest episode of the Ring Out Ahoya podcast, which is available on GoMarquette.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening, and go Marquette!